I'm Nick. And I'm Drew. And I'm Nick. And I'm Drew. And you're listening to The Archive. Our ever-growing library of everything, one hour at a time. the hour card. All right. Today we're going to be talking about the gorillas. Oh. I'm your steward this evening. Nick. All, all, <laughs> all propers to the steward. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I feel like it's something we should start saying. Yeah. Especially when I'm the steward. Yeah. I'm Drew. And you're the one who kind of inspired this episode. That's right. Uh, Drew came to me a while back and said that um, I was on my I was on bended knee on bended knee and you were giving all props to the <laughs> all propers to my friend propers. Nick <laughs> <laughs> as you usually greet me uh, and you you asked me a question a request I asked a you request. a question a request I said Nick from what I've heard around the water cooler because we used to work together mm-hmm is you're the guy to go to for any and all information, knowledge, and guidance when it comes to the gorillas. Uh, well, our coworkers lied to you because <laughs> I am not an expert, but uh, I am a fan. And uh, and I don't know if I said this before this part or not, <laughs> but we had a little technical difficulty, but we're back. Uh so edit this out uh. if I did. <laughs> but I think at some point in time on my social media, I had gorillas listed in my top five yeah. bands. Yeah. Um, that was a uh, aspirational listing where, like, I think they had only had one or two albums out, and yeah. I was like really digging it, and <clears throat> um, and I click with that sound and uh, was hoping for more of it. Yeah. Um, as as time has gone by. I still like them, but I I didn't latch onto them. I, I yeah, I'm not sure if I said this, but I just don't. I'm not a super fan of any group, like, right? You know, Radiohead or whatever is maybe my Who favorite band. Them? I don't know what half of their any of their song titles are after Kid A. Yeah, I get the albums Creep. that the song <laughs> right. <laughs> That's one uh, of them. Um. But uh, so yeah, I'm I'm not an expert, but I'll try to <coughs> introduce this to you in yeah, a way yeah. that I think that you will. That's right. Appreciate. I wanted to. I love the look of the characters. I guess maybe you can do this in a mm-hmm. second, but we can give a little primer on who the gorillas are. But sure. I really like the artwork, um, and come at from coming at it from that uh, perspective. I wanted. I want to like this band. Mm-hmm. Um, but haven't found my way in Your there way yet. In. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, the gorillas uh, are actually in the world Guinness Book of World Records uh, for most successful virtual band. Oh wow, yeah. is that true? Like they really are? They are. Oh, um, the you know who's big, the runner up? Uh, th- that would be the Showbiz Pizza Band. <laughs> <laughs> and there, that was a fire explosion. Yes, thank you. I couldn't remember <laughs> it. Uh, that was a big upset uh, for them. <laughs> For many years, they had reigned supreme. But <laughs> They're a virtual band. <laughs> They're real. So. You can go see them. Not anymore. I mean, some places. Maybe. <coughs> um, but yeah, this this was a uh, idea that, that 
main two people behind it are Damon Albarn, who uh, is a uh, former lead singer of Blur. Yeah. And uh, Jamie Hewlett, who is an illustrator. Right. Um, Best known at the time for Tank Girl. Yes. Um, so before we get into it and start playing some songs. Yes. I want to play a quick game. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. <coughs> Since, well, first of all, the name of the game is Gorilla or Norilla. <laughs> so okay, all right. <laughs> you may or may not know that they have a lot of collaborators. They, there's only oh. one musician that's constantly in the band, and so he's constantly bringing in uh, other collaborators for each album. There've been quick, si- yeah. Quick clarification there. Mm-hmm. When you say there's one musician, is that right. the the real human? Yes. Not the the, the man behind virtual the mythology, okay. right? <coughs> Um, and yeah, we'll get into the characters. Um, but yeah, they've, they've had six studio albums and each one of them has a list of people. On okay. It. So I'm going to give you somebody's name. Yeah. And you tell me if they're a gorilla or, or a, a norilla. Norilla. Okay. All right. <coughs> Brian Eno. Oh man. Uh, gorilla. Incorrect. Damn it. Uh, Kanye West. No Rilla. Correct. Yes. Uh, and in fact, Damon Albarn is not a Kanye West fan. He was. Oh. Uh, He's gone on record. Yeah, just just recently after the new album came out, he um, said that uh, he is not a fan and that he thinks that he has uh, that Kanye West has been an insult to Paul McCartney. Uh, uh, that kind of makes me like. Kanye West a little bit better, though. <laughs> uh, well, so <coughs> Paul McCartney collaborated with Kanye West on a single. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with, with Rihanna, um, maybe? I only listened to, like, 30 seconds of it. <coughs> I rem- Yeah, mm. but, yeah, he did a collaborate, yeah. yeah. <coughs> but apparently, like, they worked together, but he only used, like, a little snippet of him in of it. Of Paul McCartney. Of Paul McCartney. Yeah. And, um, and then he's in the video, but he's, like, playing guitar, and he doesn't yeah. even play guitar in the song. Right. Um, but when... Um, when Paul McCartney was considering it, uh, Damon Albarn uh, sent him a text and said he warned him about him. Oh, which I think might have just been him bragging that he has Paul McCartney's yeah, yeah, yeah. phone number. And and Paul was like, "Oh, Damon, don't worry, I exactly. You know, I created Kanye West." <laughs> well, afterwards, he did say that he was impressed that Kanye took one of his melodies and made it sound quote seriously urban. Paul said that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he was happy with the collaboration. You've insulted Paul McCartney. <laughs> He's so fragile. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. Gorilla, no Rilla. Gorilla, no Rilla. Uh, Jay Dilla. Gorilla? No Rilla. Mick Jones. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> wait. I thought of someone else instead of Mick Jones. Okay. I thought of a monkey. I. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 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 no Rilla. Gorilla. Oh, really? Mickey Mick Jones? Mickey Dolans. <laughs> is, is it Dolans or? I think it's Dolans. Okay. Monkey. Uh, <laughs> correct. <laughs> uh, Simeon. <laughs> no Rilla. Correct. <laughs> um, Pat Oswalt. 
Gorilla. No Rilla. Oh, I thought you were... Yeah, okay. Mike Patton. Uh, no Rilla? Correct. Uh, most F. Gorilla. Correct. Yes. Uh, Little Dragon. Gorilla. Correct. Tenacious D. <gasps> oh, well, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say no Rilla. Correct. But... But... Uh, Jack Black was in one of the more recent music but videos did not for the new album. Correct. He does not play he on does the not album. Play. Um, and uh, Kyle is not in the video at all. Right. So it's not Tenacious D. Um, Lou Reed. No Rilla. Gorilla. Really? Yes. Um, Space Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> no Rilla. Gorilla. Oh, man. Not only that, but they did an entire album of remixes. Oh. Which are in like dub style, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird because gorillas already have kind of a dub style, uh-huh. but, but they're like super dub. Wow. Yeah. Super dub. Yeah. Now, yeah. Okay. Um, Jabberjaw. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla. No Gorilla. Oh, damn it. <laughs> All right. He did pretty good. Um, So let's let's if we're gonna talk about gorillas, we need to go back, way back, thirty years ago. We need actually, to go back to the island. That's my yeah, yeah. We need to go back, Kate. So um, we need like a sound drop of that. <laughs> we'll add that in later. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, nineteen eighty-eight, thirty years ago. Uh, two very special things happened that led to the gorillas. Oh, wait. Is this the... History, 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 history of gorillas. Gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, 1988. Um, Jamie Hewitt. Uh, what's the name of the magazine? Deadline. Oh, okay. Uh, Deadline magazine was a... Um, New magazine that was created by 2080 artists Brett Irwins and Steve Dillon. Um, I'm not really that familiar with Irwins, but Dillon went on to do um, Preacher and Hellblazer Blazer and 2000 AD. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you heard 80? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. A D. And those that's a magazine or a comic? It's a magazine, okay. but it had comic strips in it and um, and then like prose articles and yeah. stuff like that too. Um, and uh yeah Hewlett first started doing tank girl in that mm-hmm. um and then uh also that year blur got together and started playing together wow. for the first time um Woo-hoo. right and I'm on pins and on needles. yeah so i was gonna ask you what your you know biggest blur memory was <laughs> it's that it's going woohoo and I'm on. Oh. Yeah. This is there it. There we go. Oh, he says woo ooh. No, he says who. Um, so, yeah, this didn't come out until almost 10 years later, 1997. Yeah, um, but is still. It's one of their biggest songs. It, like when we, it first we, came out. Go on. Well, would you say when that came out, we were 
living in a spice world? We were not. That was not. It was. We were not living no. in a spice world yet. No, uh, that was right around <coughs> the same time, though. And, and I'll, okay, I'll bring that up because. Um, <coughs> so, uh, Blur is one of like the Britpop. Do you know? Yeah, Brit yeah, Pop? yeah sure. Okay, so Britpop was like kind of like England's response to grunge music, and uh, so like right around the like '93 or something, Nirvana mm-hmm. had come out, and everything in America was turning towards that. Yeah. So Britpop, um, a largely manufactured <laughs> genre. <laughs> Was this this idea that uh, was a brighter, poppier version of grunge? Of, of grunge. Huh. Um, I think that they say that they took the uh, Britpop of the '60s, uh, '70s punk, and the in '80s indie pop, and added just a dash of glam rock in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Who did? <laughs> the Brit Who did this? All of Britain? <laughs> yeah. Greed. <laughs> They, you know what? Much like the Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars guys yeah. should talk was, to Britain, right? Um, so let me go back a little bit. And the first time I heard them was uh, this song, "Girls and Boys," mm. which came out in '94 and was a bit of a crossover hit. But um, it got it to 59 on Billboard in America, um, and was a little bit before, like I think. Brit Pop at like uh, it's ninety four, so I guess it's around the same time. Yeah. Uh, but this is from the album Park Life. Um, are you familiar with this one? Mm-mm. No. So I guess I was like fifteen at the time. Uh, and I yeah, I remember seeing the video on MTV at like on one of the later. Would have been Matt Pinfield's show. Might have been. Although this is pretty bouncy and fun for yeah, that's true. Twenty minutes. Um. Next, we got this band. Skip ahead a They're from Britain. This one's a little brighter and pop than <laughs> I usually like to play. But I want to say, I think they took the Brit pop of the 60s, punk of the 70s, <laughs> indie rock from the 80s, and just a dash of glam. <laughs> just a hint of cheese. Um, yeah, so that's oh, a, this sounds good. Yeah, I thought you might know the, the chorus to it. Um, yeah. So then, I think... Uh, after that, this is Park Life from the album Park Life. And, uh, I love a titular song. Yeah. Uh, this has an actor who's doing most of the um, like just voiceover in it, mm-hmm. uh, just kind of talking through it. Uh, and then Auburn sings the, the chorus. Confidence is a preference for the habitual voyeur of what is known as... A morning suit can be avoided if you take your group straight through. What, what do you think what of this kind of sound so far? I like it. Okay. Um, it definitely is, is... For me, it's not dated, but it, it does still kind of sound like 90s. It evokes an era for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I mean, I would say, hearing this, I don't get a 90s vibe from it. Mm-hmm. and I could, Probably because I didn't hear it Yeah. in the 90s. Um, but you can hear a little but bit I can of hear, 60s Britpop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 70s a little bit punk. Of <laughs> I, and I would say 80s, like, indie. Mm-hmm. And oh, don't don't make indie funny pop. fun of me, but I would say, like, a just a smidge of glam. Rock. Yeah, I can hear it. 
Um, off, this is another one off that album. So this is like, they do a little bit of loungy, cheesy yeah. kind of ballads. Okay. Um, but they're still very pretty. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. This, although this reminds me of Robbie oh, Williams. Oh, Robbie Williams. Williams. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely, uh, I would I would say he's like post Brit pop. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> and the Britpop of yeah. the 90s. <laughs> uh, do you know any of the other Britpop bands? Um, okay. There's a big four. Okay. Illustination. Okay. Blur. That's one. Oasis. That's two. Spice Girls. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Pulp. Pulp. Yeah. And here's a little Pulp. Uh, similar to th- that last song. This was one of my favorite songs. Radiohead. Yes. Is the other one. No. <laughs> Post for it, Pulp. <laughs> Push for punk. Push for punk. Uh, this one's great because yeah, it, it starts off croony. Um, I'm crooning. But then yeah, it's just kind of oh. builds up to this point. And yeah, it's a song about, it's called Help the Aged, and it's basically like... Oh, um, a great message. Yeah, it's a great message, and probably about old men hooking up with young women. <laughs> um, What's the fourth band? The fourth band is going to come on right after this other pulp song. <laughs> Do you know this one, Common People? No. I'd say I'd, this is probably their their biggest hit. Sonic uh, Youth. Uh, okay. That's the fourth. I'm gonna. Right. Oh, wow, this is good. Oh, I like this. And this does 90s. Yeah, a little bit. I, oh, I think this was in a train spot. Which is probably like my um, introduction to them, if, if I'm remembering that correctly. Um, fourth band is Suede, um, which is also called the London Suede, and oh. I'm least familiar with them. Yeah, I've not heard of this of uh, the band. I felt like I had a Suede album or something, but when I like looked it up for this, mm-hmm. I was like playing through the songs. I didn't remember any of them. Hmm. And this does, this also evokes nice. Yeah. The band names are are all of a set, aren't they? They are. Blur, Uh, Pulp, Oasis, Swing. Yeah, Oasis. That's the only outlier. uh, Odd Man Out with three syllables. Yeah. Um, What can we replace Oasis with? Um. 
Beach. Beach. <laughs> oh, you mean just rename the band Oasis. Oh, you, you were trying to find another band. Yeah. That, yeah. I like this, though. Beach. <laughs> Beach. Beach's hit song, Wonderwall. <laughs> there it hey. is. Hell yeah. I, I unironically love uh, this song, and I really liked that album. What's uh, the story of Morning Glory? You're right. Um, so the thing that's going on here, America had Tupac and Biggie. England had Blur and Oasis. Blur and Oasis. I have heard this, yeah. They were feuding like crazy. Right. You either like Blur or you like Oasis. You're Did not allowed to. not like Blur. I saw an exchange between Jonah Ray I think Edgar Wright and a few others on Twitter uh, a couple of years ago or something talking about that. Uh-huh. And Jonah Ray had just sort of recently. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, <laughs> Neil, I want to say. Sigura. Sisierga or something. Who is a brilliant remixer. And I'm, I'm really glad that uh, Drew has recently got in. Yeah, into yeah, him. I love it. Um, and just, just to give you a little snippet, what, uh, <laughs> it, it builds up. Or it just, it, the song is pretty straightforward. Yeah. Just a little bit of weirdness in it. And then at the end, it gets to this. <laughs> But yeah, it, uh, that might have also been kind of a fake feud. feud. Yeah, um, they you know they would make snarky comments at each other as all British musicians do. But well, then the Noel media would run with Liam. Them. Ugh, oh yeah, those guys—they're the snarky, the kings of snark. They are. Um, do you know? This is a, just a random question for you. Mm-hmm. Is there any kind of documentary on this era of this Britpop thing? Uh, God, yeah, I think I think there is. I can't. Because that would be what cool it's to, called. To, I'll, to uh, see. I'll check the show notes. I'll I'll put something there. But don't look back in anger. I know there's like a, I know there's a say? blur documentary and an Oasis documentary. I'm sure there's got to be one about both of them. I think uh, what's funny about Oasis is so I really liked that album, mm-hmm. um, and as I got older. I started to think, well, are they kind of a joke of a band? Like, they're always... Your sense came over you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, people were always joking about them. The brothers were always feuding with each other. Yeah. Uh, I think Liam was constantly leaving the band, or Noel was. I can't remember which one. Right. I preferred this guy of the two brothers. Mm -hmm. I liked his voice better. Um, And I was like, well, they're a joke, right? Like, you know, England's like, ugh, Oasis. Because they they would also, I think, famously claim they were the next Beatles at some point. But I think, no, I think the UK or England is like, no, no, we, Oasis, they're great. We love them. I I would say that in England, uh, Blur won that war. The culture war. The culture war. Uh, Or is is considered a more respected band. Um, Well, and, and here, this, maybe this is a little outside of 
good taste. But mm-hmm. when there was that uh, at, at the Ariana Grande concert in Manchester, mm-hmm. when the there was that was it a shooter was there or a bomb? A bunch of people were killed at her concert. Okay, and they held a benefit or or they held some sort of like thing where she was there. No, I think I'm mixing things up. I think there was just a like gathering after that, sort of like let's get together and be, you know, happy together and and yeah. present a, a face Celebrate of love and life. stuff. And they all sang this, "Don't look back in anger." Okay. And I was like, oh, you know, I and I I don't say this because I think the song is silly. I love that song. Mm-hmm. And but you're wondering about how a culture views it. Yeah, now. yeah. And I suppose maybe they're like, no, this is a good. Yeah, you know, serious thing that that applies in these situations. Well, I I was kidding when I said that they're terrible, but I do think um, I can't listen to this anymore. It's like I've heard it on the radio too much. That this song, all of all their, of yeah. all of Oasis. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I actually I never really got. I think I had one of their albums, but I never got way into them. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just I don't ever go to this stuff because yeah yeah who needs to hear Wonderwall again. Me. You should just go to any campsite <laughs> <laughs> or my room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whichever's easier. Yeah. Um, but they definitely Oasis definitely won in America mm-hmm. and like I owned the radio and yeah. blurred and it never got a lot of radio time here, except for Woohoo. Um, it's not which called Woohoo. It is not called Woohoo. It's song, song number two. two. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what's interesting about parentheses that, Woohoo. Woohoo. Yeah. Uh, but. That song was a straight parody of of grunge music. That was a joke really song. yeah, um, and, and it. They, I mean, they uh, just you know busted it out one day. Yeah, uh, decided to put it on the album. It's called Song Two because um, that was just you know yeah. a placeholder for it. Um, but then they, it ended up that the song is two minutes and two seconds. Uh. It has two verses and two choruses. It's um, too the second. To it's too legit to quit. Second track on the album, and I think it debuted. Yeah, number two in England also. Uh, so it was pretty fitting. Um, and uh, you know, it was a popular song. It was played on MTV and stuff. Yeah. But I think it was FIFA picking it up that it became enormous. Yeah. Like it became a stadium song. Something mm. that you know hyped people up and yeah, um, and then it was used in uh, Pentium ads, Nissan ads. The ad for Starship Troopers had it in it. <laughs> All things that are you know hyping yeah, people. Yeah, But the U.S. wanted to use it uh, for something where they were launching a new stealth bomber. And whoa, yeah, jumbo jet. Yeah, he says I got my head shaved <laughs> by a jumbo jet. <laughs> uh, but they wouldn't let them because they're good for them. World Peace yeah. Prize winners. Did they win the World they Peace did. Prize? Yeah. And they can collect that at any time, right? They can. It's still available. <laughs> and if they have, you can give them President Obama's if they happen to run into him. Yes, they might. Yeah. <laughs> more likely than me. <laughs> um. So uh, it's important that I mention that you know the uh, Britpop movement wasn't only a bunch of guys because mm. there's an important band in here that you might remember called Elastica. 
that takes a little bit to kick <laughs> in, <laughs> but it's so worth it. Uh, Is that familiar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, and I went back and listened to this album kind of recently, and it's really good. Yeah. Like, it holds up, huh. and I think you're going to like it a lot, probably more than Gorillaz. So <laughs> you should check Elastica. it out. Uh, this is their song Connection. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um This is another one car song that I know you're gonna like. Sounds like a train. This wasn't the one that I was thinking of. Oh, it's good. <laughs> it's a good song. Uh, let me. Oh, Stutter's the one I was thinking of. Stutter. Got him out of order. I think I've got tinnitus. Oh, that was the track. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. You're right. I like this. I felt like that was your speed. Oh, yeah. Sorry for saying no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like this. And I'm going to let this play for a little bit because I really like the build up to the chorus. We got to talk about gorillas. Oh, yeah, the gorillas. So we're going to go back to Blur's fifth album, maybe fourth, uh, 13. And this relates heavily to Elastica. Um, And the reason for that is he dated, Auburn dated the lead singer Justine Frischman. Okay. Um, and, uh, this entire album is about him breaking up with her and being miserable. So they got it. They finally got out of the Britpop sound uh-huh. and started getting a little bit electronic, a little experimental and lo-fi and playing with weird noises and stuff. Um, and for me, this is their masterpiece. Like this is when I like became a fan. The album or this song? This album. Um, this was their first single, Tender. Um, it's, it's just, it's, this is really good. It is. This and it, song. It, the album is sad and dark, but yeah. it, it doesn't depress me. Yeah. You know? um, uh, and then their second single is probably my favorite Blair song. This is Coffee and TV. I love both those things. Then you're gonna love this. <laughs> and you might remember that this had a music video with a milk carton. Oh. Was like walking around. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a fun video. 
This is one of the few songs that isn't sung by Auburn. This is the uh, lead guitarist who is uh, Coxon. I can't think of his first name right now. Graham Coxon. Um, this is just like a beautiful song that's just like wistfully looking for a simple life kind of song, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's very melancholic, but <laughs> yeah. Um, and then one more off this album, No Distance Left to Run. Uh, this is also a single. I'm playing a lot of the, the hits and singles and That's stuff. I'm flying through this. We've got to get to Gorillas. Guys, we got to talk about Gorillas. We're going to talk <laughs> about Gorillas. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, this this is uh, might be the last track. It's one of the, the later ones. And um, I, what I really like so about this the sound of each of these that you've played mm-hmm. is it does evoke I don't know when this came out but this actually does evoke sort of a 90s vibe to me mm-hmm. and it kind of reminds me of Third Eye Blind's album <laughs> I knew you weren't going to like that <laughs> I've, I've heard that they're good have you heard the the album that no I haven't okay so oh can I use your uh, your phone do you want to look them up yeah, because we got this great new device Technology that here. allows us, um, just for comparison's sake, is, oh. is it all right if I search on this you app? Can, yeah, search on this app. And speaking of which, uh, I am pleased to announce that uh, the archive has a new Spotify channel that you can go back Did you? and listen to the playlist. Oh, you're the best. So whenever we do a mixtape, we're yeah. going to throw on all the songs that we can and less Adam picks that weird German meme guy. <laughs> Which we will not be adding to any. <laughs> I mean, we would, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it on Spotify. Okay, let so. me... So let me play you this. Uh, check the link in the show notes for that if you want to hear all these wonderful tunes we're walking you through. What the hell? I'm not sure if I'm going to add Third Eye Blind or not. I'll <laughs> save my judgment for later. Sorry. Okay, so uh, have a listen to this. It's called Motorcycle Drive-By. All right. This doesn't sound like a motorcycle at all. (laughs) Sorry about that. (laughs) These bands don't know what vehicles are. The the vibe just really seemed similar to me. Mm -hmm. And then also this one, God of Wine. Turn it up a little. This is very, yeah, similar. It's a lot cleaner, though. Yeah, it's much cleaner. I agree. Like, I kind of hesitate to use the word texture. <laughs> I feel like you're you're opposed to musical texture, maybe. Yeah, I am. I'm a, I, well, I have problems with texture in, in food. In general, yeah. So I don't like to hear it in music. Uh, well. Many people don't know this. Listeners, but Drew wears oven mitts at all That's times. That's right. I will not touch things. Yeah. Um, we haven't yet broken it to him that he's touching the inside of the oven mitts. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> My hands are protected. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, this this album came out and was kind of the end of, of their Britpop journey. But at the same time, that this album was coming out, Spice Girls was happening, and that killed 
Britpop. All of a sudden, the world... It was a spice world. It was, we were living in it. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, you know, the same thing happened in America with yeah. boy bands right. and killing grunge in a way. Yeah. Um, until Kill the past. Yes. Yeah. As, as Kylo Ren famously told us. And we did. Right. Um, oh, here's a good Auburn quote. Uh, he said, and this was around 93 or 94, I think. He said, if punk was about getting rid of hippies, then I'm getting rid of grunge. Whoa. Calling them out. Wow. Um, uh, and, uh, and that is what punk was about. <laughs> that was the sole yeah. mission, and we succeeded. Um, all right. So uh, let me let me play. This is off the previous album, but this is Beetle Bum, which was, I think, they they only had two number one singles in the UK, and this was the second one. Um, less popular oh, here. I, yeah, I have two recognizes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of like the foreshadowing of the next album because this is about uh, his relationship with uh, Justine Frischman Okay. And and heroin. Uh, so they were either broken up or going through some issues when he did this. Um, if you want to call heroin issues. Yeah, that's up to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think I like this song. Yeah, it's a good song. And this, you, you, you should stack out 13. Yeah. It's a similar vibe to this. Um, so, we're going to go back again to 1988. Because I got to tell you about some like interesting shit that was going on. So... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm remembering that we said the history of the gorillas. <laughs> We're still in it. We're still in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, Albert and uh, Damon Albert and Hewlett met in 1990, and uh, basically Cox and the guitarist was a fan of Hewlett, and he said that they should do an interview for the the magazine for Blur. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, this is only like a year or two in, into it. Um, so, Coxon had been dating a woman named Jane Oliver, and she was later in the band Elastica. Okay. Okay. Now, uh, Justine Frischman is the lead singer of Elastica, uh-huh. and she was dating... I think the lead singer of Suede. <laughs> okay. It only gets more incestuous good, from here. Good, good, okay. So, uh, Jane broke up with Coxon, uh, Blur's guitarist, yes, yes. and started dating uh, Jamie Hewlett. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And then... Uh, <laughs> I'm getting the mix up. Justine broke up with the lead singers of Suede yep. and started dating Damon Auburn. And then both of the women dumped both of the men. <laughs> the end. <laughs> no. Both of the women dumped both of the men. Yeah. But so um, Coxon was never really comfortable with Hewlett dating his ex. Okay. And when uh, Auburn was getting closer and closer to Hewlett, he kind of felt like, you know, that, that oh, way he was wow. getting... Oh, wow. Yeah, he's like the, losing his... Right. Um, so when these women break up with him, uh, Auburn moves in with Hewlett, and okay. they get a flat together because they're in England. 
they can't get apartments in no, England. No, you can't get apartments yeah. there. Um, and uh, and yeah, Coxon is like getting more and more distant because he he feels like he's getting cheated on by his close friend. Uh huh. And so he's like, "Why don't you go make your own band with that stupid illustrator?" <laughs> and they're like, "Maybe we will." Yeah. So the first idea of <laughs> gorillas happened back then around 97 mm-hmm. where they started they they said that they were like you know kind of depressed and watching a lot of mtv um he said if you watch mtv for so long it's a bit like hell there's nothing of substance there so we got this idea for a cartoon band something that would be a comment on that hmm. um so that was um yeah around 97 so it's still just a gestating idea gestating Percolating. That too. We should call it the gestator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm getting a little bit of a cough here. <clears throat> um. Now. Wait. What is it? Um. Cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to play for you the first gorilla song. Yes, ever. This isn't it. This was the first Gorilla song, according to Damon Albarn. This is even not. though this showed up on Blur's self-titled album Blur. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, in hindsight, he said that this has that Gorilla's feel. Huh. Um, and element. Did he say gorilla? Did. Yep. Possibly the inspiration for the name of the band. Um. So, uh, it's about time to wrap it up. How do you feel? (laughs) I love them now. (laughs) Good. (laughs) My work here is done. (laughs) Do you have any? um, Do you do you think you'll be listening to them (laughs) again in the future? Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Okay, good. Let's put this one in the archive. All right. (laughs) 